Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure you can fill it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls and life giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we said, dawn. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, where to keep it a beast on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears. No love lost. No rain here. Delivers, I promise. Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment. Faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind cause it matters. Art, art outside the box. We paint better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak. So tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek. So tell me whose face do they seek? Welcome back. Welcome back. You tapped into the fix. Wake up with us right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. And it's your girl, Dice Gamble in the building, checking in. Wake up, wake up, y'all. It's time to get up. You know, we got a surprise for you. A big one. What's the the surprise? I'm going to be surprised. (laughs) I'm going to be surprised, too. What's the surprise? surprise? (laughs) (laughs) It's another good show. I mean, you know what I mean? They just keep getting better. They just keep getting better. So, um, you know, I know that's a surprise for some of you. But uh, look at God. Just doing Look it again. Yeah, showing out. God, God is showing out. He woke you up another day in your yeah. right spirit and your right mind. Mm-hmm. So let's get up and uh, be used today. Um, that, that's a powerful thing. As you get ready to, uh, you know, if you're already at work, uh, bless you, be a blessing. If you're getting ready for work and you're getting the kids uh, up and ready for school, mm-hmm. listen, let's let's go out and be great today. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. So we thank you guys mm-hmm. for waking up with us every morning. Uh, it's Thirsty Thursday, yeah. so you know that real talk conversation going to be a little different today, Dice. Well, why not? I, I, everybody needs to be thirsting for the Lord. So uh, there, there's nothing else we're going to talk about on Thursday <laughs> other than thirsting for his righteousness. You know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. So, uh, you know, we got to get it in. You know what I'm saying? What we talking about today anyway? Listen, you're going to take them to church. <laughs> tips on how to grow your character. We're talking yeah. about tips on how to grow your character. Yeah. And um, character is very important. I think um, sometimes people downplay the importance mm-hmm. of character and integrity. Uh, we, we might have to do one on integrity, too, as well, Dice, because that that's Ooh. that one's even more important than character, I think. But, yes, Dice is going to, uh, you know, definitely break down some tips on how to grow your character, how to get better in this area. We want to continue to grow um, spiritually. And then also just, you know, what it represents, what your character represents. You know, you see somebody doing something wrong and, and you just gonna act like uh, you didn't see it. No, no, that's not good character. You, you know, you, you need to, you need to make sure you're a responsible Wait adult a and say something. No, I'm just saying, yeah, I, I, I've seen a lot of stuff in my day, Dice. I'm just saying, you know, uh, you know, and that goes into your character of, mm-hmm. you know, allowing for people to do stuff that you should, you know, they should not be doing and you know, mm-hmm. it's wrong yeah. and you don't say anything and address it as an adult. So I'm just talking to adults this morning. Only Let's adults. be more responsible. Let's get back to taking back our communities okay. and uh, loving and watching over the kids and also watching 
Mm-hmm. Everything that goes on in our community. So yes. Uh, yes. How to grow your character. That's real talk conversation today. Mm-hmm. And we are going to get, uh, let's be very clear, a super uh, songstress, mm-hmm. um, musician, producer, mm-hmm. and just a singing powerhouse. Let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. Her angelic voice, soulful voice has been blessing Christian hip hop yeah. uh, for well over yeah. a decade now, yeah. at least a decade now. Um, we're going to get V Rose uh, mm-hmm. on the line mm-hmm. to talk about everything dope she got going, Dice. I love her. I just think she's the best. And you already know how I feel about her. So don't DM me. I said she's the Tina Marie of CHH because she's the one who broke through and started really singing on R&B tracks, hip hop tracks. Um, and she, you know, she's she's a sister, but she don't look like a regular sister. Deanna Rose Dare is as cute as she can be. A little Barbie doll. But um, no, she's a beast. So I, I just love how she was unashamed, one of Christ and then just not afraid to really step into um you know songs that had these you know famous rappers on it or you know different things like that so i I don't know i think she kind of opened up the door for a lot of these new newer singy singer rapper girls uh and i just appreciate her for that man everything she's done everything she's done so yeah yep she's a sensation yeah. Yes, she is. Listen, of course, you know, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. So let's mm-hmm. get into this music and okay. get into this fun pack show. Got music on the way. Yep. We have, uh, yep, some Kier Sheard featuring Nadia. Uh, we also have, yep, let's get some new What Up RG this morning. Uh, but right now, listen, uh, Lecrae is on tour right now. Church Close uh, 4 tour is going all the way up. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for uh, that pull up uh, here in Cleveland, Ohio oh. on May 7th. Um, but let's get that uh, Lecrae and D smoke right now. Can you hear me now? Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. You're tuned back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And it's time for our spiritual detox. And uh, when I tell you guys y'all in for a treat today, um, we've been blessed. Uh, I'm, I'm going to call her a vet. She a vet in this lane. To be very clear, anytime you do music at a high level, for at least 10 years, I would say um, you're a vet in this game when you talk about CHH. Uh, you know, she does a little bit of everything. Let's be very clear. Um, she, she can be a little popish at times. She has that soulful uh, sound where she can hit all the all the notes at all the right times. And um, she's been, um, like I say, she's been a mover and shaker in this genre for a while. And uh be honest with you, I don't think she gets enough credit. Um, it's not too many ladies that sing at a high quality level um, and be honest with you, she could have been crossed over. I know I'm pretty sure some major deals that came her way <laughs> if she really wanted to go seeing other places. But I'm grateful that she stayed uh, faith based, uh, gospel centered with all of her music, with every single project. Listen, without further ado, help me welcome in V Rose. What's going on, sis? What's up? That was an amazing intro. Thank you so much. It's always impressive to me when people know what I've done and have sort of seen you know, the moves that I've made, that always means a lot. So thank you for, for recognizing that. Listen, um, I, I want to give you your roses, <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended, but seriously, you stay humble about it. I think a lot of people don't know because you stay humble um, about it. You know, you put your music out and you just kind of, you know, do that. You know, you get booked for your little dates and you do that. But to me, you should be making a lot more noise. <laughs> yeah. so you and my managers feel the same way. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I think that I just really love making music. You know, for me, that's what it's always been about since I was a kid. So mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's hard for me at times to be more ambitious because it's it's just never been about that for me. I even get frustrated with myself because I'm like, I'll go help other people do what I should be doing a lot of times, but I find so much joy in like helping other artists. And I, I spend most of my time giving to others and like helping them get their projects or getting them in the studio or helping them write or teaching them this sync game and stuff like that. And so... Yeah, I find myself managing half half the time being an artist half the time and I'm still figuring it out, figuring it out. But mm-hmm. God's got me. I'm not worried about it. I love what I do. Like I enjoy still enjoy making music. So as long as I don't lose that, like I was on a journey where I was being more ambitious, I would say like in my mid 20s. And I got really really depressed and just seeing how it wasn't really about the music just like hurt for some reason. And so I took a step back, contemplated like giving up music um, just because of how badly like I got wounded through like industry stuff. And then I decided I'm going to make an album because when I started, I didn't start doing music for any of those reasons. So I was like, let me go back to like what I loved about music and make an album. So I made an album by myself, like no other producers, no um no A&Rs and stuff like telling me what songs to pick. And that album literally like changed my life. And so then it just showed me like, I can just continue to be myself. And then anything else that like, I don't like, I just sort of push away from me so that I can carve like a lane that ha- also helps me to stay healthy mentally, you know, doing industry stuff. So. I'm glad you brought that up. I was just going to ask about, you know, your mental health. You know, what are some things you do for your mental health just to keep you, you know, you know, cool where you're not, you know, tripping and, and you let your mind control you to a certain extent? Yeah. So there's a lot of things I've picked up along the way. I would say the most helpful things are daily exercise. Um, you'll notice like an immediate difference if you're feeling like depressed or if you're feeling just like overwhelmed, like even going for a walk and like getting those endorphins really helps. And then the other thing that I started doing was journaling. So you're you're supposed to like journal at the end of the day and sort of dump all your thoughts into a journal. So I, I really wasn't like a journal person. And I started doing this a couple years ago and God told me like, get a journal and just start writing down everything. It doesn't have to be like well thought out, you know, cause as an artist and as a perfectionist, I'm like, well, I'm going to want to like, I'm going to want it to sound good. So if somebody ever reads it one day in the future, you know, I'm like thinking like that. But what I started doing was just being real sporadic, like giving myself a place to really shed the day and the emotions. And the craziest way that that's helped is like when you look back six months, if I I look at my journal from six months ago, I can see stuff that I knew it like really it helps you like manage your growth. But then I see stuff like I knew then that I wasn't paying attention to and I see how that played out by not paying attention to what like my subconscious knew because like when you write out your subconscious gets to like just completely like get on paper but then when you go back and read it you can really process it and see like what you were feeling and thinking and it's just crazy what you can learn about yourself so those are a couple things and then of course like my relationship with God like I talk to God about everything he's like my homie you know like we talk all the time um about any situation and i've gotten really comfortable with sharing my emotions with god and this was something that took me a while to like grow at um 
just realizing that God really is ever present and that he cares and that he's not just like, you know, this old white man sitting there with like a gavel waiting to like, you know, judge everything that you do, but that he's a friend and that he cares. And so just like processing what I'm feeling, what I should be doing and all, and all of my emotions with God, like presently, like changed the game for me. Thanks for sharing that. I know the listeners, um, a lot of listeners need to continue to hear uh, people's success stories when you talk about, you know, battling and dealing with mental health. And I always argue we deal with some, everyone deals with some form of mental health, um, you know, situation, you know, whatever it may be, whether you own up to it or not. So that's real. Um, You know, what, what, what has, you know, because you've been around a while now and, and I've kind of heard you kind of, you know, speak about some of your frustrations of the business side of gospel music, Christian hip hop. What's what's that one thing you've learned um, um, during the process? And then outside of what you learned, what's that one thing you would change about the business part of it? Yeah, so. I would say I've learned a lot. Like <laughs> my mind is going a million different places. Um, but one of the things that was a big issue for me was just artists being offered deals that they didn't understand or like people. And I, I know that it's not labels job. This is the thing. It, it's legally, it's not their responsibility to make sure that an artist like knows what they're signing. It's the artist's job to find management, but You know, as an artist who came into the game as a child, like, and my parents, like, they didn't even really know I wanted to do this for real, for real. So I think they were kind of shocked when, like, deals were being offered to me at 16, 17, and when I was really getting started. Um, And so the part that's frustrating is, like, artist education for me. I think that labels are happy with artists playing their part. And artists are happy to get what they're getting until they find out that they kind of got got. And so I, I actually started a record label called Indie West Music Group. And like our motto is to educate artists in the things that they know. Um, so that's the way I would change it. The things they don't know. Sorry. That's that's how I would change it. How I'm trying to change it is educating artists. I find myself working with like kid artists right now in development and also you know, younger 20 something artists who are really good and just like need a launch. So I created a distribution label where, you know, the artist is getting most of the percentage. So it's sort of a a flip on the traditional um, Mm -hmm. label record deal situation. The artist is getting most of the money and then I'm giving what I can give as a launch pad for them, then they get to own their masters after two years, they get their 100% of their masters back. So I kind of created a deal that I feel is more fair because when I like look back at my deals, I did get a lot. Like I'm not anti-record label at all. I got a lot out of those deals, but I wish there would have been more people that looked at me and said, hey, do you get what's going on? Or have you thought about this? Or like, you know, kind of like they kind of expect you to know these things. And then there's, that can bring a lot of shame when you want to ask questions or you don't know, you know, people kind of look at you like you're dumb and you're like, I just want to make music, man. And I think that that's how most artists are. So when you start out, you just want to make music. You just love what you're doing and you want to be successful at it. And so when the first person comes along, you're like, Oh, it's a big opportunity. So I kind of want to bridge the gap for those people and just be like, you know, explain the business side of what I've learned so that they can go into it knowing if you get a record deal, 
this is what a record label is. They're investors. They have, they have, they're investors with connections. You know, they've built a machine mm -hmm. and a team of people. And so you're sort of trading all of your creative, the percentage from all your creative work for their machine, you know, but if you don't need that, if you feel like you can go and make it on your own, you just need to find investors and make your own connections. You know, like you, there is a route to go without going the label route. So just like know what you're getting into. I tell, I counsel artists and tell them like what questions to ask if I know they're like, I have friends that are signing major deals and I'm like, you know, make sure you get everything on the front end in writing, you know, think about five years down the line. Are they trying to own your career? Are they trying to, um, you know, own your household name? Like what is the goal for them? What is the goal for you? And can you get that on paper for, in the front end? You know, so. No, that's very important. And that's, uh, listen, I, I want to shout you out because that's, that's kudos to you because you're giving them knowledge that like you said you didn't have yeah. and we know a lot of artists now are doing the independent route like you said if long as you build your own brand up on your own and you can get somebody to back you with the money we see a lot of artists now especially with the internet and streaming and everything Man. yeah they're not even looking for a record deal <laughs> it's the best time I would say it's the best time to be an independent artist than ever before there's so many resources and there's so many ways to sort of uh, sell like get like a partial deal or get like you know a budget from even like these big suppliers like Spotify or DistroKid you know you can do like an upfront deal just with them and not have a full out machine if you already know what you're doing and how mm -hmm. to promote yourself and market your music so so yeah I would say it's a great time to be indie than ever, than ever before what do you enjoy the most? I mean, because you kind of do a little bit of it all. I know, you, you know, you write. Uh, of course, you are a super talented artist. I think you produce a little bit, too, as well, when you get a chance. What do you enjoy the most? Like, if you had to pick one, what would you just say? All right, this is what I really would just do. I don't think I could ever give up writing. I think okay. that writing is it's a it's therapeutic for me and it always has been. And as I get better and better at it, I I see like like I'm always trying to write my best song, you know, so I don't think I could ever give that up. Um, I feel like that's the strongest thing about like my brand as an artist is that people recognize like I have a voice, you know, like I have something to say. So aside from everything, I wouldn't I wouldn't give up the writing like I'll always be writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Listen, DJ Focus, you tapped into the fix. Listen, we got to go to a quick break. We're coming right back with more from B Rose. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. You know the fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. And uh, listen, I still got the super talent uh, legend. I'm going to give her legendary status. Uh, v Rose uh, on the line. Listen, V, um, you know, we know you started early. I, I think six or seven years old, like you really started doing music. Like, but who were some of your inspirations or, you know, inspiring artists or producers or writers that kind of got you even into music altogether? Yeah, so I grew up listening to gospel music. It was like, I actually didn't know there were other genres when I was really young. So I just thought that that was music, um, which is really cool to me now. Um, but I loved, there was a group named Virtue. They were a gospel. Yeah. yeah Virtue. Yeah, so the female group. I remember them. Yep. I loved them. I had every album. I used to read their lyrics. And that was back when they printed the lyrics, like on the CD yes. inside the booklet. Yes. And that learned how to write songs. I used to like 
see how they were broken up and I'd be like, oh, okay, this is what a pre-chorus is. So I literally just like absorbed that information and started writing my own songs based off of their songs. I used to try to do all their runs. Like I just, I knew all their harmonies. I knew their names. Like I really, really loved them. Crazy story about that is I got to meet them, I don't know, like five or six years ago at the Dove Awards. And I was like, I could, we took a picture and they were like, you could be the fourth member. And it, that was just such a cool moment for me. Wow. Yeah, because I was like, man, like y'all don't even know how much you've inspired me. And so I sort of keep in touch with some of them now. So it's just really cool. Like that was like a dream come true to even make that connection. But I, I still love them to this day. Um, I would say they played a big part. I loved a lot of other gospel artists too. And then like, when I got like old, a little bit older, I, I realized there was other kinds of music. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh my gosh, R&B. So I like fell in love with R&B. And um, my dad listened to a lot of old school, like 70s music. So I, I would say like I got a lot of, of a collective of a, a different sound because of all the different types of music that I was hearing from like my big brothers loved like Tupac and Biggie and Bone Thugs and Harmony and Michael Jackson. Then my dad was listening to like Stevie Wonder and Al Green. And, and so I was like, I got like gospel and soul. And I think that's why my music goes all these different directions. Cause I'm just pulling from all of those, you know, different places that I learned from. That's amazing. Listen, I, I pray uh, one day you can uh, maybe maybe you and Virtue can do a song together. Right. <laughs> Even if you enjoy the group, that'd be fire because I remember Virtue too as well. And uh, another group I would remind me of Virtue was uh, Trinity three five seven Trinity yes. five seven. Forgive me, Trinity five seven. I love yes. it too. Yeah, yeah. So let's let, let's talk about some of this music before I get you out of here. Um, you know your last EP, uh, uh, Wilder uh, Wonderland. Speak about you know talk a little bit about that the inspiration behind it. Uh, before we get to this new single you just dropped is crazy. That's something Thank totally you. different. <laughs> Thank you. So the EP, I, man, it was sometimes like God really inspires me. Sometimes I write music and I ask God to partner with me in writing it. And sometimes I feel this overwhelming like need to make something. And so, so Wilder Wonderland was that I, I literally built a tent around my studio for two weeks and mm. It was like I dedicated this EP to God and just to like doing what whatever songs came out. So it started out as a totally different EP. It was supposed to be a Christmas project. And the songs that kept coming just really didn't fit like a Christmas theme. It was so cool, though, to me that it didn't go that way. Right. And so I really have grown a lot in the past like six years, like more than ever before in my life. I've experienced like more heartbreak, more hardship and um, more joy, like all around. And so I like anytime you grow, like growth hurts. You know, we know that like growth comes from pain or like tearing of your muscle. And so like I really went through like a wilderness like that's exactly what it felt like. I felt like like my comfort was taken away. I wasn't working with labels anymore. Um, just even personal relationships. Like I just went through so much. And so this EP came out of all of that. And I was just like, man, I just want to pour out whatever wisdom I can from my experiences through that time. And so, you know, I get you get songs like Just Wondering where I, it's sort of a stream of consciousness. And I really wanted to, anytime I write a song, I want to draw my listener in, you know, I don't want them to like 
be looking at me from the side. I want them to be drawn in. And so stream of consciousness writing, I find myself doing that more and more because it immediately draws your listener in and almost like my thoughts can become your thoughts so that you can experience what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And so people love that song. I, I feel like it's really relatable. And I'm just talking about going through a time in your life where you know you've gotten a promise from God. You know he's spoken certain things over you, to you, shown you, but you're not seeing it happen. And, you know, that can be really, really frustrating. And it can make you start to question God or build like resentment in your heart towards God. And I always talk about, I have a lot of songs like this that talk about this. Um, but I really wanted to point out, like, it's okay to emote that. And in fact, that's why I talked about earlier, like, getting more comfortable to boast in my weakness and to go to God and say, hey, I'm feeling this way. Show me where, um, show me where, you know, there's an error in my faith because I'm hurt or maybe just show me where I, how I can heal from this or what I should be doing or renew my strength, you know, all those things. But that doesn't happen unless you're first willing to boast in that weakness and, and first like confess that weakness to God. So that's what, that was the intent behind just wondering and I knew people were going to love it because like this was something special. Like I got I just went through so much even trying to make it um, and just like trying to get through my own emotions to get it to take like was so hard. Because like if I, I always say like I have a rule of thumb, if you're not feeling your music, if you're not crying, if you're if it's not hitting you, it probably won't hit your listener. Mm -hmm. So I was in that tent like bawling my eyes out making somebody like I would have to stop and like cry and then go back and re-record on some of those songs um, because I was just feeling it so deeply. And I feel like anybody who's heard it, like a lot of people, they've been telling me, man, you sing with your soul. And I'm like, you yeah, I, I do though. And I don't know any other way. And it's, so it's really like that kind of process when I'm making my song. You know, you've made so much, like you've made so, so much good music over the years. Like, and to your point, you're always very transparent. It's very relatable. I have to believe that a lot of your listeners, especially female listeners, reach out to you and just want more. So are, are there ever like ministry moments like you get that DM where somebody just shares a story of maybe something they're going through and how your song kind of like got them, you know what I'm saying, through a tough time or maybe even reach out to you for like prayer or just want to talk about the Bible more? Yes, I get countless messages, especially right after I drop something. I get a lot like I really wanted my fan base, my listener base to be women. And about before I put out my last full album, it was like half and half. And I was like, how do I flip that? You know? And so I started talking even more about stuff that I was experiencing personally in relationships and stuff that like just um, my, how my heart feels and the arguments between my heart and my mind, you know, and that seemed to really do it. But I get tons of messages people saying that it got them through a breakup or a divorce or um, mm. a lot of people say my music really draws them to God. And that's just so powerful to me because my songs aren't all just intentionally the actual gospel, you know, like they're not all the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus, but it's the Christian principles that I've learned through walking with God that I put into my music and to see the impact that that can have where you don't have to just like, preach at people like preaching at people it doesn't really work 
But having a conversation or testifying of your own experience is so powerful because it's vulnerable. It's not saying I'm over here perfect and I got it together and y'all should be like me. Nobody wants to listen to anybody like that. But it's me saying, man, this was my experience and I might have to tell on myself a little bit or show y'all a side of me that is hard to show sometimes because it's vulnerable. And, you know, I have to talk about things that have happened in relationships or mistakes I've made or, you know, stuff I've learned the hard way. Um, But yeah, I get a lot of messages and I do respond. I do tell, I like to tell people, thank you for sharing because it means so much to me, especially when I went indie and I was able to see like, man, it's really just me out here. And so like that even changed like my approach to making music a little bit because I just wanted to even more connect with the listener and let them know like, wherever you are listening to my music, like sometimes when I look at the stats, when I look at all the countries, like London is like my top city. And like, I'm just like, you're not even in the US. Like it literally hits me like so hard. Like that is crazy. So yeah, I I love when people send me those messages. Like that's my favorite part actually. Yeah, listen, uh, let's talk about this uh, Doing It Up uh, single with Angie Rose and uh, Phantom on it. Listen, it's a banger. Uh, talk about the inspiration and even putting that together. Did you produce on this too as well? So I didn't produce on it, um, just like the arranging, the arrangement and stuff. But yeah, so Fathom and Angie came, well, Angie came to me and they were like, we have this record and the artist that they had on it pulled her vocals because I guess Ariana Grande wanted to buy her hook. So they were like, we need you to like, I don't know if you can. And I was like, I got (laughs) y'all. So Mm -hmm. I wrote through it and they loved it more than the original. And um, they wanted to write something that would fit like really well for syncs, but that also just has a positive message. And I haven't done a pop record in a long time. And so this was really cool because it kind of got me back in the headspace to write for pop again. Um, But I was like, I really wanted to write something that people can use in like their TikTok videos or like in fashion videos or, um, but something that inspires the kids to like think big, um, you know, it's that self-talk, you know, like not just always talking about the bad things that happen in our lives or the sorrow or the pain, but also like speaking affirmation over us and really just like claiming like I'm doing it big. I'm, I'm like, I don't care what anybody says. I love the hook that talks about like, um i might go to the moon if that's my plan and like i really like that like i really believe like when i was a kid i loved basketball i'm like all my teachers wrote in my yearbooks like can't wait to see you playing basketball on tv one day because that's all i did during like any breaks and so but i really believed like i could have played professional ball if i wasn't doing music like i've just always had this really innate sense that like whatever i want to do like I think I could do that, you know, and I have a wide like variety of skills, not just music. I do graphic design and uh, like creative directing and stuff. And even like I learned to play the piano last year so that I could work in my production. Like I just believe like you really can do anything. All these skills are available to us if you if you're willing to put in the time, you know, and believe in yourself. So. So, yeah, that's my take on that's good listen I, before i get you out of here uh if you could form a super group you could pick two artists from any genre of music dead or alive to form a super group what two artists would you pick does it have to just be like artists or can they be producers yeah you, you so yeah you can pick a producer absolutely so i would pick pharrell 
just because he's my all-time favorite producer. And that's funny ooh. you say for real. I was thinking somebody else. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the artist. It's a good pick, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. He's probably worked with everybody, so like that's probably already happened. I would probably put like Pharrell and Timberland together, even though they're both producers. Like, I just want to see them on a whole. Yeah, you prop, you, you know? just want to go. You just want to go platinum for the next ten years. That's what you yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be the artist. I'll be. Oh, the right. <laughs> just both produce for me. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. What's next for you, V? What you got going on next? So I am working on music all month just to try to get it out because the summer is about to come. I just landed landed a movie role. So congratulations. Thank you. I'm so excited about that. Potentially three movies. So that's we're filming that in June. So I'm really excited. I got to start like working with these coaches and getting my acting skills together. Um but yeah, I'm excited about that. And I'm just dropping singles all year and touring, you know, spot dates, stuff like that. So, so that's no, that's real. That's good. Listen, I got to get you back on when you get this movie runs. Uh, yeah. Definitely, definitely want to talk about that. Listen, tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as uh, introduce one of your singles. Yes. Check me out at V Rose Music on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. You can also stream. My last album, Fourth, or my last EP, Wilder Wonderland. And this song is called Just Wondering. I talked about it earlier in the interview. Um, hope you guys like it. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Uh, let's get into it. It's time for our Real Talk conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are we talking about today, Dice? Well, we're talking about tips to help you build your character focus. So let's jump right on in. Uh, obviously, at the top of the day is a thank you, Lord, and some prayer. So really just um, connecting with our Savior, connecting with our Lord, um, really sharing what's on our heart, and also just uh, tapping in and asking God to show us throughout the day where we should be. And, um, you know, what he, what he has in store for us. So leaning in, that's that's how I kick it off. Uh, definitely with that prayer focus. What about you? Yeah, prayer is big for me. Let's be very clear. I'm I'm always talking about prayer because um, without prayer, I don't I don't think um, I can hear clearly from God. Mm-hmm. So I'm always looking for different ways. It's funny because I actually just picked up a, a new prayer devotional. It's a man's prayer devotional mm-hmm. on. Um, it's almost like, and it's funny. It, it's 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 on discipleship and understanding how to hear from God. And being able mm-hmm. to be a disciple as a man. So, yes, prayer is probably at the top of my list, too, as well. That's the first thing mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. of, too, as well. That helps build good mm-hmm. character. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Yeah. Look, you're right. Listen, let's go into this next one. Uh, your accountability accountability regimen. Why you, why you, this, why you cussing yeah, at people? Yeah. Why you cussing yeah, at yeah, people? Yeah, this is... Uh, I, had to get on, I had to get on in, so I ain't going... And I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it real short. No, 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 no. Go, go log on this one. Go log no, no, on this no, one. No, I, well, I'm just saying, you know, I know we on the time. I'm timing myself over here today. Your accountability regimen. What do you do every day to make sure you show up 
as the best version of you? What have you put in place? You know, who knows what you're supposed to be doing today? Who is it picking up the phone or texting you saying, hey, did you send that email? Hey, did you make that call? Like, and I mean, some, some of us just need a list or some notes or a little whiteboard. That's fine. But some of us need to start setting reminders in our cell phones to actually do uh, the things that we should be doing, you know, whether that's eating well, going to the gym, you know, stretching, you know, like getting our mind prepared for the meeting that we have coming up, um, praying for somebody else that we said we would pray for. Cause then y'all be out here doing the most. I'm gonna pray for you. Y'all know y'all go home forget all about praying for that person. <laughs> so it's like, what, what have you put in place? What do you, what, what do you think folks? That's number two. And I know uh, we got to keep rolling, but what you think? Let's be very clear. Um, so much temptation out here in the world. And it being so easy to uh, free willingly um, just be caught up in sin. If you don't have no accountability, you'll never change. Mm-hmm. Let's be very clear. You won't stop your sinful uh, nature. Uh, no, that's, that's real. I, I'm big on this. And I'm telling you because it used to be me. I'm not perfect. Absolutely. I still fall short in some areas mm-hmm. I'm getting better at. But I'm mm-hmm. telling you, before I got accountability circle, I did whatever mm-hmm. I wanted to do. No, I didn't have to answer to nobody. I ain't have to worry about nobody or how they felt yeah. about me doing what I was doing. I didn't care. There right. was no conviction. Without accountability, yeah. ain't no conviction. You don't feel mm-hmm. bad for sinning. You just mm-hmm. sin. You just sin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? We just sin. So no, no this is this is big in my life. Without this, y'all y'all be seeing focus on the news, talking about he's tripping. <laughs> Listen, I know that's right. So, yeah, make sure you got your accountability regimen or your accountability circle in place. Now, next is this experience you're having in life is your unique experience. And one of the things a lot of people get caught on is comparison. You know, the Bible specific Bible specific about the spirit of comparison. Like this is not about you looking at somebody's Instagram house or Instagram cars or their vacation. It's like your experience is your unique experience embrace that experience if you were raised and you're like oh my mom was an addict my dad was locked up you know I didn't have anybody I had to you know wear the same shirt my sister wore okay that's tough and I I hate that for you but guess what that is a unique experience that you get to share with uh, high schoolers or youth or your children and say you know but God brought us through I didn't have a lot but what we had, my parents worked with, you know, I, my husband, I thank God for him because when we first got married, like I share the story, we slept on the floor at my mom's house. And I mean, the floor, not a mattress, not even a blow up mattress because we had to start over, you know, and I mean, just making those meals to feed six people. I mean, you're going to stretch that rice out. We stretching out the rice. We making the cornbread. I'm adding boiled eggs like we stretching that meal. And sometimes you have to do these things. So it is what it is. Your experience is unique. That's number that's number uh, one, two, three, four. What do you think? Or no, sorry, it's number three. What do you think? Focus. Listen, I just appreciate you sharing your unique experience with the people. Come on now. Uh, did y'all hear what she say? Rice with the cone bread and come on, rice with the cone how many, bread. How many? How many? Humble, how many humble couples huh? would go back and stay with their parents? Let's it be was very tough. clear. I told my husband. I said the only way I ever go home is in a casket. And I used to tell him that every single time. And then he lost his job for ten months when we got married, and the Lord was like. Here's your casket. <laughs> now take your behind on back to the house and start over and humble yourself, okay? Walk around being all prideful when your mom got a space for you and your whole family. Who parents got a three-level home? You know, at the time she had enough, plenty of space for all of us. And so, yeah, but let me, uh, I don't want to get stuck on me. Let's, let's keep going back. That was just me saying your, your experience is yours. It's unique. Appreciate it. Embrace it. Number four, 
is um well let's i wrap that up into that because it is what it is like let's talk about it is what it is whatever you have to do in life that's just what you have to do you know what i'm saying like you're gonna have to agree to the situation in front of you and say okay like basically and i, I made this um one of our talk not talks but i did like this little speech thing like you have to um embrace what it is like you have to make peace with it like okay this is tough but i gotta make peace with this like this is what i've been given you know so that's just a spin off of your experience but let's roll into number five stand up for what's right Uh oh this is hard for people because Uh you know you don't want to care very much you see stuff that's wrong or you see people wrong going down the wrong path and it's easier for you to ignore them i don't want to offend anybody let me ignore it I don't want to correct anybody. I ain't got time. I'm on my way to work. Ooh, I just don't feel like being in a messed up mood. I don't feel like talking to them. But guess what? Stand up for what's right. If you see something's wrong or a person is going down that wrong path, this helps to build your character. Mm-hmm. It's going to help to build their character when you speak and intercede. But it's going to help to build your character. And you need to continue to stand up for what is right. Mm-hmm. Just because just because things out there wrong don't mean you don't say nothing. Oh, well, you know, people just got to be people. No. It's wrong. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. Um, this is a hard one. Um, but when we were in Seattle, and our daughter, she was twelve, and I shared this story before. Um, she got really upset because a man came in the bathroom after her, and it was a. But it, he was uh, um, transitioning, but she fully well knew that it was a guy, and it was a it was a tough conversation that I had to have with this person. But I had to tell them that guess what when you see a 12 year old in the bathroom and they don't yet understand what you really got going on I'm gonna need you to wait I'm gonna need you to wait now mind you I don't care what the signs say on the outside of this door men and women that this is a trans whatever bathroom but you can at least have the common decency to know when you got a little girl in the bathroom she might be afraid of a big 6'4 guy coming in here okay so enough said right is wait. right yeah, no, we, we can't stay stuck on it. I'm just saying, like, as a mother, when you're protecting your children, regardless of what the world is doing, uh, when it's your kid, it's your kid. Okay? And you, sometimes you got to let people know, hey, you need to be aware. Like they say it's called reading the room. Read the room. You may be in your, you may be in your right, well within your right. But guess what? You're going to respect the fact that I want to know my child is protected without me and they can just go to the bathroom while we at the mall so please just hold on a second and wait till she come out the bathroom okay you so, know what you had you handled that very well dice because i don't mm-hmm. know if i would have handled it as well as you well it's um, right they, they were well within their right to use the bathroom but i'm just saying like it's okay we can be well within our rights but i'm well within my right as a parent to say uh my child feels a little f- fear and one thing we're not going to do right now is to uh, let you walk in your full-fledged whatever this legal right may be. You're going to respect the fact that it's a little baby in the bathroom right now, okay? No, I So agree. that's what we're going to do. We're going to put some respect on it, okay? And all right, so one, two, three, four, five. I don't want to get stuck on that one. Next six, ask for help. Uh-oh. Number one reason why some of us won't grow is because we're too busy trying to tell help how to help us. And I thank God for uh, Pastor Benny Foster. He told me this a long time ago. He said, you can't tell help how to help you. <laughs> He's like, help is help. Like, and if I want to help you, I'm going to help you the way I want to help you. You know, we learned this. Uh, we have four kids focused. And as you know, like they'll ask for money every 
to 20 seconds if you allow it. But it got to the point where it's like, what do you need? I need gas. Okay, let me get you a gas card. Hey, mom, I need some groceries. Okay, let me get you a, a, a car from Walmart. Hey, I need this. Uh, I want to go to the mall. Hey, let me get you a car for uh, Abercrombie and uh, Gap. Because you like, okay, if you tell me what you need is this, that's how I'm going to help you. Let me help you that way. Because if I sit here and give you $500, I'm pretty sure you're going to spend it on DoorDash and a new go chain. Because you, you don't know how to, you don't know how to do right. Mm-hmm. But um, ask for help. Don't, you know, the Bible says closed mouth, don't get fed. You got to ask, seek, knock. Like be open to the type of help that somebody wants to give you. Because you might roll up on them for help, but they might know that you need help a different way. You might ask them for $200 and they might give you a lesson on how to balance your finances. Trust me, you learning how to balance your finances will be the better lesson than if they just gave you $200 that she was going to eat up. So ask, uh, ask for help. Go ahead. No, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you, you, you brought that up because everything you said was solid. Only thing I would like to add to it, uh, make sure, once again, we're going back to that first one, prayer. Mm-hmm. Ask our, your Lord and Savior for the help because to your point no no yeah, seriously yeah. your help yeah. comes from the lord too as well and i think yeah. people downplay that sometimes mm-hmm. um god will reveal similar to what you just said dice mm-hmm. he might re- reveal to you in your prayer time you're mm-hmm. not managing your finances properly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you continue to ask your parents or you continue to ask yeah. such and such for this yeah. when i've already given it to you mm-hmm. but you're not managing it properly so this is why you are in the situation mm-hmm. you're in Same so absolutely 25 yeah. years same situation yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, that one. All right. Seven, try and get better. You ever meet some people who they just, they don't want to learn nothing new. It's like, you got to try to get better. Try to get better. Go find different things that inspire you. Put yourself in other environments that are inspirational. Put yourself around people that are inspirational. And if that means letting go of folk in your circle, let them go. Let them go that's a message for someone let them go if every time you meet up with these people they're not doing nothing new they didn't go nowhere new they didn't learn anything new they're not trying nothing new trust me let them go you keep trying to get better making yourself better and regardless people think oh you think you better not that i think i'm better i'm just trying to get better trying to get better than i was yesterday learn some more word you know what i'm saying spend some more time with god ask god to show you show you something new you know so you gotta take the steps to try and get better you know you can't just stay the same and then i'm in the funk and this sucks and life is this okay well what do you what have you tried today to try to change your day what have you done go make somebody else's day better go serve go on down to the nursing home volunteer at the food shelter go do yes. something different to help yourself get better get better all right rolling into eight Ask people what your weakness is. Uh oh. Yeah, you you yeah, really want to go down it. this one? You really want to go down right this there. one? Huh? Oh, this, oh, we, y'all gonna eat today. Y'all gonna get this Ooh, work. Hey. Listen, <laughs> I double dog dare you. Ask your closest friend, your wife, your husband, your children. What is my weakness? How could I grow? What area can I get better in? And then don't respond. You sit there. Take notes. Take notes. Yeah. Because here's the thing. People been waiting to tell you how they are. I <laughs> I could call 10 people right now. And I'll be like, where am I weak? They'd be like, girl, you don't stay on your diet. I'll be like, I know. <laughs> I'll be trying to stay on it. You know, it's tough. It's tough. 
So it's like, ask people where your weakness is because they know you better than anybody else. The people to spend time with you, you know, and then be be like, listen, I'm not here. I'm not going to retaliate. I'm not going to hold it against you, but I need you to be honest with me. What areas can I get better? You know, I was talking to my husband the other day and uh, I was asking him, like, what do I bring to the table? And he had this beautiful uh, soliloquy at first and this monologue. And then he went into, well, if you change this, you could be like that. And if you change this, and I was like, oh, God, it's so hard to sit here and hear this. <laughs> but it was like, you just asked him a question and he gave you the answer. He gave you the answer. He gave me more than I wanted to hear, though. But I had to take it all. I was like, okay, all of it was good. But the end part is the challenge, you know? Like, the, the end part is like, Jesus. And he ain't got no reason to lie to me because he ain't got nothing to lose. He ended, we in this for life. So he's just like, okay. <laughs> Who I've been waiting to tell you, girl? And I'm like, Lord. So, but don't be afraid. Go ahead and ask people, hey, where am I weak? And then dig deep and go ahead and process that and just ask God back to prayer to give you the strength to work on those things. Because people that love you, they tell you the truth. People that love you, they do what? They tell you the truth. Hey, that's real, Dice. Uh, mm -hmm. The people that love you will tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. I will say this. I'm not boasting, but this is one area that I do not struggle in. I would No, no, Dice, no. I would tell you in a minute. I that's not my ministry. I don't know that. Right. Can you please help me? Because I, I listen... <laughs> I, I am. I have never been this grand person yeah. that thinks I know everything. No, no, uh, I do not know everything. No, no. No, I, no. Listen, I want help. I tell people all the time, please come help me. <laughs> I, I'm trying to juggle 10 things at once. I don't want to juggle the 10 things. I just know they got to get done. So if, if I ain't got nobody to help me, I'm going to do it. Mm. But but to your point, no, I've never struggled in that area. And I mm. thank God for that. Uh, everything that I've been weak in. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I do have a circle that tells me these things, but a lot of times mm -hmm. I would argue seven out of 10 times. I'm, I'm going to say, no, no, see, I'm going to say, listen, I'm struggling in this. This is not really my ministry. Anybody who's been around me a long time, I'll tell them in a minute, this is not really my gift, my ministry. I'm mm -hmm. doing it because it needs to be done. Mm -hmm. So yes, I'm, I'm always looking to get better mm -hmm. um, in, in, in all areas of my life. So yeah, you know, sometimes it's a hard conversation mm -hmm. with your spouse, with, with, with my wife, because, you know, it, it just is what it is. But yeah. to your point, like you say, when you sit down and mm -hmm. you hear what your spouse has to say, mm -hmm. you got to receive it because yeah. our spouses always have our best yeah. interests. They're not your enemy. They're here. No. It's team. Yeah, it's y'all on the same team. Yeah. All right. So let's get to number nine. Forgive yourself and forgive others. Yeah. And and listen, this is, avoids all the toxicity, all those things that are in there, you know, when you're trying to help, you know, when you're trying to build your character. Um, and good character is always apologizing. Hey, I'm sorry. But, you know, hey, and sometimes it's like just letting people know, like, I forgave you, even if they didn't ask for forgiveness. I've had, I've had people make a mistake and I'll be like, I forgive you. You know, like, you know, and I just roll off and laugh because in my mind, I'm thinking, you should have asked me for forgiveness, but I went ahead and forgave you because I knew you didn't mean nothing by what you did. It was an accident, you know, and I'm not offended. I just want you to know, like, I didn't even think about it. You know, it was like water rolling off a duck's back. Like, I trust me, forgive you. And then you got to forgive yourself. Like, growing up, you make a lot of mistakes because you're learning. So you're going to make mistakes. You should want to make mistakes. That's what you do. Like, as a young person, but sometimes those mistakes can kind of stick with you. And so you got to make sure you, uh, Give it to God and also forgive yourself for, for being ignorant. A lot of us make choices and decisions. We're just ignorant in making those choices. And if you if you would have known better, you would have done better. But mm -hmm. you just didn't know. You just didn't know. And sometimes our parents didn't know. 
So it's like, you know, sometimes you got to forgive them, you know, even if they're here or not, you got to just be like, they just didn't know. They gave me what they had. And now I get to give my kids what, what I got and they, and they'll give their children what they got. But yeah, you got to forgive yourself. You ain't going to know everything. That's what I'm trying to say. You're not going to know it all. But good character is when you stand up and you say, I don't know everything. <laughs> I can look for the answer and I'll get back with you. Listen, we're going to point it right back to Jesus. It's funny how uh, we, you know, some of us may struggle, myself included, in this area, but God has forgiven us for everything we've mm-hmm. ever done. Let's be mm-hmm. very clear. Mm-hmm. So how is it that our Heavenly Father can forgive us, but we can't forgive ourselves or mm-hmm. forgive others? That's mm-hmm. very key. And it still goes back to what I always preach, Dice, mm-hmm. uh, showing God's love. When mm-hmm. in the midst of you uh, having that conversation with who you were talking to mm-hmm. and just saying, you know, listen, I forgot about that. I've been forgiving you for that. That's showing God's it. love right there. Oh, yeah. And that's showing the example of how God loves us because that's how God be about us. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I knew you was going to do that even mm-hmm. before you did it. Yeah. But I forgave you. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. You, you still had to repent, but I forgave you. That's, right. that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Absolutely. That's good, that's good stuff. Well, listen, this is an easy one. Number 10 is just never give up. Never no. give up. That's not easy, Dice. That's not easy, Dice. It's easy to never give up. You just have to say, it's very easy. You say like this, I'm going to get you tomorrow. You remember how if you got in trouble when you was little, I don't know if you, but my parents would torture me sometimes. Like, I I wouldn't get my whooping right then, but they would promise me they was going to deal with me. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, it was like, uh huh. Later on, me and you. Like they would say stuff like that. Later on, me. and you'd be like, "No, let's just go on and get this over with." And you'd be waiting. So I'm, all I'm saying, flip that thing and be like, your troubles and your stress or whatever kind of came against you in that day. Just be like, uh huh. Tomorrow, it's me and you. It's me and you. Like you're not gonna win. The devil don't win. Like no, I might no. need to, t- I might need to take a little break. Might need to go get my little sippy cup, my juice box, my high C. You know what I'm saying? A little bit, of, a little bit of Gatorade. But guess what? Tomorrow's a new day, Lord willing. I wake up and the creeps don't rise, and we're gonna be right back at you, right on the devil's head. Like I'm, I'm here with my sword, like about to cut your face up. Like so, so you just gotta. Sometimes you gotta just set it down, put it on your little nightstand, be like, I'm gonna attack you tomorrow in Jesus' name. But tonight I'm going to bed. Going to bed now. <laughs> no, that's good, and, and I think you have to you have to get to that level because sometimes it is easy to quit, especially if you're dealing with something that's frustrating you, or it's a situation that you know. You, listen, for whatever reason, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have to stay consistent. And, and, and oh my goodness, you, you know, so let's be very clear, nice. You know how many times I want to give up on this show? I'm I'm gonna get free today, uh, and, and I know people might not see it from this perspective, but I I, I always envisioned this show uh, even before we got here being syndicated worldwide mm-hmm. and, and being on a big platform. But there were years earlier on with all the work I had to do. You're talking about editing all the shows, mm-hmm. doing all the video content, uh, mm-hmm. reaching out to everybody, doing everything that goes into this. It was frustrating, Dice. I ain't mm-hmm. gonna lie to you. Some days I wanted to give up. And, and okay. I know God had called gotcha. me to this. I know God had called me to this and I know he wanted me to push this forward. And mm-hmm. I know he was using me in this area because this is not even really my gift anybody who knows me listen i, I don't even really like to talk like this like this this is not my thing mm-hmm. once again mm-hmm. i told you i'm a dj I, yeah mm-hmm. i can hype you up for about mm-hmm. 10 seconds and then go back to playing the music that's the beautiful thing about being a dj you ain't got to be on the mic for hours and hours and saying this and this so god has used me in in, in a beautiful way and pushed me let's be very clear he pushed me to another level with this show but i i, I would promise you he would strike me down right now if I wouldn't tell you the truth. If there has been days that I wanted to give up, but to your point, 
I understood my mission. I understood the calling and I continue to let God be God. And I trust him, not my own self. Cause if I would have done it in my field, I would have been, this thing would have been over with two years ago, a year and a half ago. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it would it, have been done, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's good. I, I'm glad you brought that up because you're right. Never. You do have to have that yeah. mindset, never yeah. give up. You have to stay consistent. You have to fight through it, uh, through the valleys, even when you're not up. Cause there were plenty of times we wasn't up dice. We wasn't up at all. <laughs> it's all good right now i mean it's all the way up so it's all the way up right now but to your point it it, just never give up never give up yeah never give up never keep on going listen dj focus dice gamble uh we got to go to uh music break we coming back Mm -hmm. with closing thoughts Mm -hmm. keep it locked you're tuned into the fix and the fix is in Welcome back. Get chat back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio on this thirsty Thursday. And oh my goodness, that real talk conversation today, Dice. Some tips you uh you laid on the line for the people today. Well, you know, just really trying to help people. And we do need to grow. We need to grow, you know, and we have to learn how, how to manage our experiences. So I appreciate anybody who took away anything. Uh, I know there was a it was a lot of information uh dumped out, but these are just tips and things that have helped me uh from forgiving other people you know like forgiving yourself when you make a mistake but also learning from those mistakes not chalking them up as this is the end of the world and um and also just confronting things that happen immediately like you know i i just use some of those tips i promise you they're very helpful um and they will help you grow if you if you get free as you say focus you know if you really get transparent with yourself and say you know what does my character actually look like what role am i playing in other people's life you know, as compared to what role I actually want to play. And it starts with us. You know, we have to change uh, us first, you know. So we got to look in the mirror and see where we can, uh, you know, start working and definitely invite God in, um, you know, to help guide us during that transformation. And uh, I know, man, we're here to grow. Like, that's why we're here. That's why this planet was uh, created. Um, you know, all things grow until it's time to go. No, that's real. Yeah, and, yeah. and that should be everybody should wake up that day every day forgive me wanting to get better yeah once again especially if you're an adult you got kids you got a spouse Mm -hmm. like let's grow in all areas of our life and it starts with the character building let's be very clear it Mm -hmm. starts with the character building working on yourself so that way you can love on others and, and do everything god has called you to do so that was powerful listen how good was that spiritual detox uh shouts out to our sis v rose um, I love what she's doing with Artist Dice. Um, she's really trying to educate artists uh, on the business side of it. A lot of things she didn't know. She was in the game so young, so early, mm-hmm. and didn't understand the business side of it. She just was being an artist. So now she has uh, created a platform to where she is educating the artists on, okay, mm-hmm. is your music registered? Okay, right. do you understand that you might need a manager or a PR person to right. represent you, to help you get ready for interviews, to help uh, understand how to book your shows, mm-hmm. to help understand, you know, do you own your masters and, and uh, are you getting all your royalties and everything that goes into the business aspect of it. Um, I, I appreciate her being able to share her platform oh, yeah. and be able to educate the up and coming artists because we need more of that. We yeah, talk we about do. it all the time on here on the show. I know a lot of artists get mad at me because yeah, when I get these emails and, and mm-hmm. dice get these emails and if you don't have a proper EPK electronic press kit is what it's called. We're not even taking it serious. I'm just being honest. If you don't want to take your music serious, we can't take it serious. Mm-hmm. So if you don't even have the proper EPK when you're sending us an album or a single, 
that's that's telling us you, you're not taking care of the business side of it because a lot of times if we play your music and it's not registered on here we get fined let's be very clear yeah. well let's be clear we ain't playing it because the program director ain't gonna let us play it that's because right. they're gonna say no this ain't registered no, you can't play that one <laughs> but i'm just saying and then people get mad at me too as well about that dice oh you ain't play my song i ain't play mm-hmm. your song because your song ain't registered wow. i can't play your song on our platform because we are a major syndicated show wow. on a huge platform yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah th- there will be no fining of the fix. Let's be very clear. I'm not paying no fines just mm-hmm. because you want me to play your song because you're not doing your due diligence and taking care of the business side of it. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate her being able to do that. And let's be very clear. Her dopeness in making music for years, she's just super dope. Multi-talented. I mean, trust me. I, I mean, goat. Just a goat in the game. Yeah, And someone who's done it on multiple, multiple levels with big names you know what i mean so her word is trusted man but i'll be real with you more than anything it's her heart for me like every time i've been around her it's just it's literally been just the sweetest space to be in and uh if you know her then you know what i'm talking about you know like yeah she does what she does she writes she sings she raps she can do it she can do everything she can produce but just really just get in the chat with her and uh you know talk about things of god and just hear her true testimony in her real heart man that will change you forever you know every time i bring her up i'm like she is who she is and uh shout out to uh the tina marie chh <laughs> yeah, yeah awesome. super dope. Yeah. listen that's our time for the day go out and be yeah. great today kings and queens i promise you come on let's let's continue to get better love on your neighbor love on your, your co-worker um let's continue to show the love of christ each mm-hmm. and every day uh ask god you know in your prayer time today to help you in an area that you know you're struggling with Let's 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 we talked about character today. Let's mm. talk about growth in your character. If you know there's a flaw, you got a little smart mouth, you know, you know your mouth a little too slick. Mm-hmm. Ask God to remove that slick mouth a little bit. You know, mm. if you if you struggle with some, some issues with your fitness, mm. uh shouts out to all my fitness people. Listen, 50, 58 pounds down. That's good. God is good. I'm I'm just <laughs> gonna continue to continue to keep push. Um, but yeah, God is not done with me and my fitness journey. So for everybody who's been on a fitness journey since January, if you got off track, get back on it. I, uh-huh. I've had my little roadblocks here and there where I've, I haven't ate eating the best, mm. but uh, I'm still fighting through it. I'm still trying to go to the gym. I'm I still trying to work it out because let's thing. be very clear. I, I want to mm. make sure I'm physically fit. My mm. body's healthy okay. uh, to go with my spirit and everything else and my nice. finances and everything else. So okay, let's continue now. to grow. Uh, we are, we, you know what tomorrow is uh, the winning prescription uh, you you know we music heavy tomorrow okay we're gonna talk about these bars we're gonna talk about uh, originality we're gonna talk about ministry driven we're gonna talk about all this good music and when i tell you oh, this 10 we have for tomorrow you might Just as well tweet somebody text somebody no 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 it's it's, it's it's fire tomorrow i've i've listened to the list twice already dice and i twice know up. This one is this one is it. This one is it. it. Is I it. feel like I'm gonna stamp this one as this is one of this my favorites. <laughs> yeah, for me personally, this is one of my favorites. So wow. we want to tap in tomorrow because we have another winning 10 prescription that mm. you don't want to miss. The the winning prescription every Friday. We do it right here. Uh and, and we know these songs will empower you, equip you to go out in the world and be great kings and queens and mm. just something to turn up with. So you need some good music just to play. Uh, uh, when you're at the barbecues or when you're at the family events, listen, this is what the winning prescription is for. So listen, we're going to get out of here. We'll be right back in the morning, 6 a.m. Wake up, wake up mm. until tomorrow. Remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be your goal. The fix is in. We out.
Peace, y'all.